The views expressed on this Turnbuckle Tabloid live stream or Turnbuckle Tabloid podcast episode do not reflect the views, thoughts, or opinions of the RageWorks brand, including the RageWorks podcast network, RageWorks content partners, advertisers, and affiliates. Viewer and listener discretion is advised. Ladies and gentlemen, the answer to your prayers is here. My name is Ariella Nix, and you are listening to the Turnbuckle Tabloid. Turnbuckle Tabloid. Three, two, one. So, what's going on? Anything happening that I should should know about? Any anything in wrestling that I should be paying attention to? It was kind of boring this week, right? If you guys aren't sensing the sarcasm, it's just <laughs> it's just overwhelming what the fuck happened this past week. Um, but I do, I do, I must say that I did realize later on after the fact that um there wasn't as much wrestling during WrestleMania weekend as it would previously um before the pandemic it would be ridiculous how many events were going on at one time um but i noticed that around this time uh of year you would have probably heard more more shows and i guess maybe because i'm not in dallas but i would have still seen something on social media where you would have known that there was a lot of promotions that were running out there there was at, at a peak when uh before the pandemic they they, they would be made about 85 companies in the town in which wrestlemania would be in but i I didn't gain that sense of it this time around. Maybe because of post-pandemic um, of um, bookings, uh, maybe people weren't open enough to to take certain shows, or maybe, unfortunately, certain promotions had to shut their doors because of the pandemic. But um, like I said, who knows? We will um, we'll uh, um, we'll see if there's going to be an upswing. Uh, the following year for uh, WrestleMania weekend with, with wrestling promotions and indie promotions. But in, uh, in either case, this week was still jam-packed with, with, with wrestling. I got to tell you, I, um, I had my, I had my, my card, my dance card filled for, for, for wrestling. Um, I'm, I'm not going to go, uh, too ridiculous is cutting um just give me this um open this salvo because you know there's a lot that I, I need to unpack when it comes to what happened this week in wrestling but uh what this past week and the, the episode is running a little late this week as well because of what was happening during WrestleMania weekend so it's I didn't really have enough time to um record here record it so I'm just putting this show together as quickly as possible because the big the 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 follow up will be occurring um uh the next episode so we'll 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 cover t- we'll cover bases and touch bases there but uh other than that welcome everybody to another episode of Turbuckle Tabloid I'm your host Mr. Ian to the Matt the King of the King of Talk Style and as always a cheap thrill Jada Red Santip be sure you check us out on all the social media outlets check us out on the Like It group page on Facebook if you haven't uh before do it now please follow subscribe be a part of the madness that is what we have going on on facebook on both the group and the like page as well as on instagram at turbuckle tab and on twitter at turbuckle tab and uh always check us out on youtube and tiktok with turbuckle tabloid download subscribe stream us on all podcasting outlets that's available iheart spotify google podcast wherever you can pick it up it's where we are available um i always find it funny that i say this is and apparently you have heard us um, you're hearing us now, so you got to be from somewhere. But in either case, if not, uh, yeah, that you could get us in in all the podcasting hours. We're, we're we're available, and always check us out at RageWorksNetwork.com. RageWorksNetwork.com is where all the uh, 
podcasts that are connected to the Rageworks family. That's where we at. Under one umbrella, we are there. We have uh, uh, Toys and Text, Black is the New Black, Trek Untold, and much, much more, guys. So make sure you check us out at RageworksNetwork.com. And, of course, we got to go to the mothership. What, big, what, what, what brought us all together here? We had Rageworks.net. Rageworks.net has everything under the sun pertaining to the love of culture that we are in movies tv shows video games comic books toys it's all there ladies and gentlemen always check us out for articles reviews previews contests all things connected to the world of pop culture check out rageworks.net rageworks.net we do it for the culture baby pop culture that is so like i said gonna be uh unpacking a lot of stuff that happened this week um build up to uh wrestlemania also, uh, what other events occur? I'm not going to go too much in depth with that because I want to save a couple of those um, events for the next episode when we unfold of, uh, my review of WrestleMania and what else I watched. Uh, also, there was just a lot of uh, happenings and news that was going down this past week. So I want to get to that in Wrestling Rundown and, of course, Around the Square Circle. So uh, it's probably the shortest salvo that we've ever done, but that's okay. Let's just get it let's, let's get it out the way. Let's get it. Let's, let's get the show rolling. Guys, when we come back, Wrestling Rundown and uh, Around the Square Circle. So don't go anywhere. Stick around. We will return. Check you guys in a sec. Uh, big shout out to all my wrestling heads out there. No cap. Those who still showing love for AWA, WCW, NWA, CWF, Mid-South, and all things cracking in Smoky Mountain Wrestling. We doing it for y'all. Uh, get it. Doing the large big show style. Uh, fashion out here representing. Let's go. What you know about body slams and headlocks and stone calls, Boldy and Kofi Kingston's dreadlocks. ECW before Meanie was blue, Kurt Anker was breaking ankles, screaming out. Oh, it's true. Harley Race folded U.S. champ belts and stiff chops from Benoit gave your chest walks. DDT from the top rope suplex off a ladder. The Rock reminds y'all, y'all. It doesn't matter. DDP to Goldberg Street. Eddie G went radical. Then Latino he Bruno, Pedro, and them damn Briscoes. Hogan went Hollywood, NWO. Macho Man Sky High dropped them elbows. MXT, Matt Riddle, Full Sand, Chance Bro. The dream told stories about those hard times. Stan Hansen and Bradshaw through the clotheslines. Arena goes black and one light in the ring. Light on crowd pops. Here comes Stink. John Cena gets booed. Now is a moving maker. American badass, the dead man or call taker. When the heartbreak kid was not your boy toy. Now who's the man? Becky Lynch, a nature boy. The hitman, sharpshooter, best submission. Favorite tag, LOD or demolition. Wrist locks, hip toes, and them arm drags. Steamboat, Jake the Snake, pulls Damien out the back. Kurt Henning, Dolph Sticker, hits the zigzag. Super kicks, young bucks with the hot tag. The big dog, Roman Reigns, and Jesse the Bod. MJF is the new hot rod. Your BC throw ups too sweet. I'm watching MLW Impact and All Elite. I'm so wrestling. I did it again, y'all. Brought it back. Fashion back in the building. Tell you, don't sleep. Yo, when I come in Turnbuckle Tabloid Studios, I get it popping all day, every day. You know what I mean? That's how I do. From Turnbuckle to Turnbuckle. Make car flyer, you know what I'm saying? Doing it for my peeps. Big up to all my wrestling fans. Where you at, yo? Throw it up. Let's go. Too sweet, y'all. Stay tuned for part two of this. Starcade. That's how we do it over here. Turnbuckle Tabloid on this side. Let's get it popping. Oski, my man Jay Santi. Get it popping. So wrestling. It's good to be in the shop, y'all. Shazam! I have to announce to you that I will never retire! The cream of the crop! Nobody does it better! Fuck it! Fucking bullshit! This song is brought to you by Turnbuckle Tabloid. This is Grim Reaper, and you're listening to Turnbuckle Tabloid. It's Wrestling Rundown with Jay Santi. Live from New York, Turnbuckle Tabloid.
Shout out to all the people that I, I uh, met up with this week who pulled up, showed me love. Uh, uh, shout out to our boy Paulino who came on to watch WrestleMania Night 1. Shout out to my nephew, uh, Marcus, who came through, my guy. Um, as well, my man Mark Bays. And, uh, of course, brother AJ pulls up. Shout out to all the guys that I we we saw at um Outlaw on Sunday this past weekend. Had a good time there. And um for all you guys who were all involved in WrestleMania, I was getting a lot of messages from everybody uh talking about what's going on. Uh shout out to Wrestling Fan Frankie and of course uh big little brother D was hitting me up. So uh much love to all you guys and much, much more. Shout out to our boys also, uh Louis Coyote, uh Good Dad Angel, and the rest of the crew who actually went out to Dallas to see WrestleMania. Shout out to you guys. I'm going to see if I can line up one of them for the show so they could give us uh, an idea of what was going down on over there, what was the experience and such. So that's, that's going to be fun. Um, other than that, uh, as always, I'm a Norm McDonald of, of this segment, and you're listening to uh, Weekend Update, Wrestling Rundown. So, just to kick off wrestling run now this weekend, we have um, MJF and Tony Khan. Seems as though they are having a bit of a lovers quarrel. Quarrel. Uh, seems as though that uh, Tony Khan is none too happy uh, at MJF for taking a podcast. Um, not taking a podcast. Well, taking a podcast request to do an interview. And um, seems as though that he was none too kindly, none too kind about what he had said. Although it was stated that it wasn't exactly what he said was the fact that he took a podcast interview without consent of the company. Which, by the way, has never been an issue before because talent has been able to take podcast interviews before. But, you know, it seems as though that. This one in particular might have been a problem. Why, you ask? Well, because MJF entertained the fact that there is a possibility that he may entertain the, 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 the lure from another promotion. MJF discussed that there's possibilities that there is some interest in him from WWE. And he is aware that this couldn't be a possibility. He has, uh, he has some, of a relationship with Bruce Pritchard when they both were working at MLW and uh, that there has been some mention of it, especially with the fact with you know, the money that he's getting is not the money that he's pleased with. MJF looked at, you know, basically got a look at the, the landscape and realized that guys like CM Punk, Brian Danielson and the likes are coming in. And are are actually getting a bigger payday than he is. Seeing as though that he's considered one of the four pillars of the promotion, and you know, yeah, he thinks his worth is more than what he's getting now. Looks as though that he's he's looking to greener pastures, possibly. Look, to me, I take this as all a work. It's 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 a work slash shoot in some cases because yeah you want to let your your bosses know that hey listen i i know i'm getting interest from other places i'm still young i'm one of the reasons why this company is the way it's at now and now seeing as though that you're gonna trim the fat with the earlier indie guys and you're bringing in these former Ring of Honor, WWE guys and paying them X amount of dollars. And I was a guy who was here from day one who helped to put this company where it is. I think that I should be compensated. And this is no different in any business. This, this, this is this is nowhere in comparison to uh, what is done in. in uh, I mean, it's always a, a shared comparison was done in, in, in all sports. It's it's. It just happens. It's what it is. Listen, you know, quarterback comes in for for a, a team. The first two years, he gets that rookie contract. He get his teams to the playoffs, and they hadn't been in the playoffs for ten years. He goes in and goes to his, his agent and says, "Hey, 
You know, I want to restructure my contract. Let's see. Let's talk to the let's talk to the to the organization. See what it is. It happens. It's it's not it's it's part of business. So, do I see it happening? Hmm. Would be interesting though. Would be interesting to see uh, MJF jump to WWE. His contract is up in January on January first, two thousand twenty four. So. Before you know it, it, it's here. So it, it, that could happen. And like I said, he'll be roughly maybe around 28 around that time. So it's not far-fetched, ladies and gentlemen. Not far-fetched at all. It's good, good, good to be in the shop, y'all. Uh, Bailey's return is looks like it's going to be happening really soon. Uh, that being said, also... Uh, Oscar's return is looking to be scheduled really soon as well. So it looks like both women will most likely be returning uh, the week after WrestleMania or um, around that time frame, which um, we're looking forward to see happen really, really soon. We want to see that women's division be shaken up over there because they really need to do something after this um, this WrestleMania. Stupid, 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 stupid. Kimberly and Nash Carter apparently having issues over Twitter. There's been some speculation that the now separated couple seems as though they had a rocky relationship, so much so that Kimberly has accused. Nash on uh, possible abuse. One half of MSK seems to be um, known to have been abusive to said um, wife of his. The delete uh, the, the the tweet was recently deleted, and um, it does raise a question: Is there some validity behind this? So, yeah. Once you open up that box, it's hard to put that motherfucker back in. Really. You know what? You just made the list. Undertaker recently revealed that he wasn't a fan of the Vince McMahon higher power reveal. A recent conversation with a podcast, he mentioned that, yeah, it it wasn't in the plans for him to be be Vince McMahon. Um, From what we know from years ago, uh, we've heard tales that it was two people that they 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 were considering to be revealed as the higher power. One was Christopher Daniels. Uh, problem with that would have been that if he'd have pulled, he'd have revealed himself. Not many people would have known who he was, due to the fact that he was still uh, young and an incoming wrestler at the time. But he had such a a, a strong uh, mysticism kind of gimmick in California that. Uh, it would have made sense for some that it would have been uh, he would have been a higher power. The other was Jake the Snake Roberts. Now this would have made total sense because of the fact that when Stone Cold defeated him during the King in the Ring, which launched the whole Austin Three Sixteen movement, this could have been a reason why Jake comes back and seeks revenge against Stone Cold. But due in part that uh, Jake was already on the outs with WWF at the time. Uh, he had already been bashing them in the dirt, uh, saying that Vince didn't honor up to his promise in, may, in which he was going to put make him part of the creative team. And he was already, you know, highly involved in his extracurricular activities. It was safe to say that Vince was not um Secure the fact of bringing Jake back in to to do the job, to do the work. Although it somewhat makes sense for Vince to be the higher power, it kind of put a monkey wrench in the whole um, premise of the storyline. So, although it did bounce back a little bit once we saw what happened with Stephanie. So, good lord, ninety one. That's awesome. Bischoff and Jarrett believe that the Will Smith smack was a work. I was recently, I watched them the day after the um, the incident occurred, and they you know they had to do a on the fly uh, recording for YouTube, and they were discussing how 
they feel that the incident was a work. They go in detail on how the slap was set up, how to lean in on all this stuff in the case may be. And the one question that I had and which they answered, not because I asked them it, but, um, but it was something that I had in my head and they answered it was what would be the payoff. And which I mentioned in, in wrestling period, when, when something is a work, there is a payoff. You have to get the end result in which the fans will either love or hate. You gravitate to, like, what was the payoff for the the higher power? Uh, it was to get back at Stone Cold, whatever. So what would have been the payoff in this situation? Now, their reasoning was to bring in more money for Chris Rock's show and Will Smith's uh, movie, King Richard. That answer has its flaws because when it comes to the movie King Richard, or any movie of that matter that has been nominated or wins an Academy Award, revenues for the movie go up anyway. This it's been a long-standing fact that anytime any movie wins an Academy Award or even is nominated, but of course a win helps to elevate it, movie sales for said movie go up substantially. Do the research, people. I tell you, this there's, there's certain things that I know. I know wrestling, and I know certain things in entertainment, and in, in fucking movie and TVs. I don't know why I'm fucking. I don't have a life. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you guys, but yeah, it's um, it goes up. So that's kind of flawed, and it also for his will to do something of that magnitude. My opinion would be that it would hurt the you know the sales because people wouldn't would want to stay away from that because they wouldn't want to support someone who did something like that as for chris rock's ticket sales chris rock was already set to do a tour with kevin hart so they were already set to make money on that off the back you know that that was that was already um those ticket sales were already off the off the chain so now that he's doing his own um they were saying that ticket sales went from $49 to $300 a ticket now why would you jeopardize careers over a comedian's ticket sales? It's not logical. It really isn't. It, that that that's that's that doesn't make any sense. It's it's not for a comedian tickets. No. Hey, well, I need you to do me a favor. Slap the shit out of me because I need to um to boost ticket sales. Sure, no problem. Um, yeah, but you gotta make sure it's real, and you really gotta make sure that we we do this shit and sell it because. This could be bad, but I just need the ticket sales. No problem. I got you. And they're doing a the whole runaround of uh, him resigning from the academy and all this shit. Like, nah, I, 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 I'm not buying it. Not buying it at all. You know what? You just made the list. Mind you, it, it, to be honest, I, if there's nothing more I love to be worked. And that's what wrestling is for. Work me. I want to believe that something's happening. I want to believe that it's true. I'm fine with that. I don't want to be in the know. I don't want to be in the loop. That's why I'm not that kind of uh, reporter or said media outlet for um, said wrestling. Like, I don't want to be an insider and then explain. You know, to, you know how much shit that I'm told, you know, behind the scenes about certain individuals or certain companies and promotions and stuff that people tell me. And it's right then, like close contact individuals. Hell, I've just recently had someone tell me, disclose what's going on with them health wise. Or someone's telling me about what's going on within their promotion and such. And I don't disclose it to you guys. I, I leave that out there because I want you guys to get worked and I want to be worked as well. But I, I, ne I never wanted to be the insider. So in the case of like this shit with like, you know, Will Smith and all that, it's like, I, I would love for it to be a work. I would think it was great. Like the, how Andy Kaufman and fucking um, Jerry Lawler did it. That'd be great. But no, not this time. I, I, I'm not I'm not feeling it. WWE removes the marijuana from the wellness policy. Yes. Yes, Randy Orton, Matt Riddle, and all you pot-smoking wrestlers over there are thrilled that now you are free to smoke the ganj, smoke the tweed, grass, Whatever it is that they call it these days, the haze, 
the dro, the kush. You're free to smoke without WWE hitting you with a wellness ban. So congratulations to you guys over there. And uh, 420 will mean something different on the day <laughs> and in um in, in the land of WWE. Do you understand me, heifer? John Cena says Max Caster is actually a better rapper than he is. Uh, Cena mentioned in a recent interview that He's aware of Matt Cassif. He heard he's heard the kid before. He's he, and is very impressed by his uh, his rap, his his lyrics, and says that he does it better than he he he, he does. You know, he's admitted to it, and he pulls no punches about that. And when asked would he go and have a rap battle with Caster, he said no, no, kid's better than me. I, I already know that 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 wouldn't work. So good for you. 18,000 people calling you an asshole. WWE, congratulations. Another another uh, uh, thumbs up to you guys was the fact that now you are allowing talent to go back on Twitch and on YouTube. <laughs> Makes a whole lot of sense. I mean, it's just an, uh, uh, an extra piece of work and department that you guys should not have to deal with in in your in your company it, it your organization does not need to sit there and monetize and monitor these guys when they're doing their their live streams listen let them make their money it's fine do what it is that you do make 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 your money uh i believe this is more of an influence from Nick Khan. I've recently um, heard some stuff going on that he's actually starting to convince Vince to be a little bit more flexible. And um, there is some talk that Khan and and Triple H, since uh, Triple H has returned to the company, that there is some conversations and having them a little bit work more closely together, and they can be more. Uh, sports entertainer friendly they're more uh, superstar friendly as they say so uh, this is a bonus this is a plus for for WWE and the and the, the guys working there so congratulations to them I'm glad you guys are back on your Twitch and get that money over there yes sir well Looks like someone is not happy with the NXT talent. Randy Orton recently uh, spoke on an interview about the uh, progress in what's going on at NXT and their up-and-coming stars. And uh, to paraphrase, he's basically saying their shit. He said he was more uh, comfortable with certain stars being nurtured and, and, and matured uh, during the early days of NXT and the PC and which now and nowadays it seems as though that um he's not comfortable and very unwilling to work with a lot of those guys because they don't know what the fuck they're doing and that's that's basically what he said and that's what he said they don't know what the fuck they're doing it seems as though where he is more along the line where with wrestlers they are to protect the person that they're working with where now he's feeling as though that he needs to protect himself. So that's some choice words from uh from our guy Randy. Feel like I'm watching one of my movies because this whole damn thing sucks. Samoa Joe signs with AEW and a Ring of Honor. As you guys, if you guys didn't see it or watch it, uh this past week in a supercard, uh, Samoa Joe was um uh uh revealed and uh debuted at uh ring of honor supercard uh he did a run-in for um uh, during an attack with uh jay lethal uh, by jay lethal and sanjay dutt on uh jonathan grisham and um samoa joe is all, all elite ladies and gentlemen and all ring of honor i'm i'm looking forward to this because i want joe to not more in the sense of wrestling, but more in his booking and producing capabilities. I would like to see him be 
one of the guys, if not the guy, producing Ring of Honor. That would make so much sense for me. So um, I'm hoping that that's what it is. I'm not really too inclined to seeing him wrestle a lot, seeing as I have as much injuries as he's gone through. He spoke about that uh, recently in an interview where he said the past few years he's been hindered with injuries and um, it kind of was a, a stumbling block for him, but it also helped him to learn more about how to work in the back scenes. And he gave a lot of praise and love to triple H for that. So uh, let's see, let's see if this works. He, he, he mentioned that how much, you know, he knew that the writing was on the wall once Triple H was 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 removed, and a lot of people were being removed from NXT, so he knew it was coming. But even still, he's he's very appreciative of the opportunity he was given, and and appreciative to WWE. Ladies and gentlemen, main event this week is we're discussing the AEW releases and, and they're slowly but surely just trickling down. Uh, we are hearing uh, releases of Marco Stunk coming uh, coming his way. Uh, possibles are Joey. Well, Joey Janela has also been discussed to be released. Uh, Sonny Kiss and a few others who may be on the chopping block. Reason for the releases. Yeah, it's a budgetary issue, and the roster's being too full. I love how this is um, said and addressed by this company, but yet WWE says it, it's, it, it's a problem. Now, yes, it is a problem with WWE because you can't give me budgetary issues when you're a fucking billion-dollar company, and you still make talent pay out of their own pockets to travel that that's ludicrous granted yes you do you do give them the bag that is true you do give them the bag but no we 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 call bullshit on that just say you got to trim the fat that's easy it's easy to see our rosters to fill that i can take i would respect that more than just you know it's budgetary issue pal no Fucking just trim the fat. We get it. The roster's inflated. But now, in the sense of AEW, they say it, and it's like, well, you know, you know, it had to happen somehow. Sometimes, yeah, it did. It did. I, I've been saying it for the longest. But don't sit there and say that you have an inflated roster, then sign Samoa Joe, then sign uh, 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 Tony Storm. Come on. Listen, just be real. Say, listen, thank you guys for helping us. Launched this promotion, but now we got nothing for you, fam. And that's and that's the realism about it. It's the, and that's and that's the reality of it. It happens. That's business. That's how. <laughs> excuse me. That's how company works. That's how it happens everywhere. This is what I'm saying. And and, and individuals who don't know what it is that goes on hell i'm not acting like once again like i'm fucking rubbing elbows with the you know with tony khan and 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 vince and all of these guys but you are aware that this happens everywhere this happens in fucking major companies walmart amazon whatever they have to you know downsize and that's what happens and in wrestling it's even it's even uh a bigger thing because you know sometimes storylines aren't going your way anymore so we gotta let you go for now. You could go make that indie money. They'll now you could get bigger money. Now you now you could charge more for an appearance. It makes more sense now. And you know when the time comes, it's like, hey, we'll bring you back on the next run. And 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 it makes sense. That's fine. But don't give me this bullshit that you know. You know it's it's budgetary reasons or you know it's 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 the roster and. You're going to give AEW a pass for that shit, but won't give WWE a pass. Cut it out. Also, you know, I was watching, uh, uh, there was a certain individual who posted uh, on Facebook about uh, Cody's release and signing with WWE. And they were upset. Cody, you're a sellout. You're a sellout. And voiced their, 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 their opinion on how 
you know, you, how could you become part of, how could you become a part of a company and this company is going to be the biggest company in, in wrestling and then just turn away and walk away. <laughs> and I'll tell you when <laughs> this is a, probably the first time I've seen a AEW fan post and even their own fandom was like, you have no idea what the fuck you talking about. <laughs> it's like they were getting dragged hell i i think i yeah matter of fact i saw danny limelight uh from um 5150 uh, mlw comment and was like yo this has got to be the funniest thing i've ever read how could you get mad at cody chasing the bag how could you get mad that he left a company in which yes he helped build that he helped put together and when it got to a certain level that he was like i'm not being fulfilled by what I wanted to do here. Sometimes it just happens that way. So I'm supposed to just work in misery. Just cause. And then not get paid what I feel I deserve to get paid. At my job, I I feel I should get more money. But I don't. And if I and, and if I start really feeling unfulfilled, I leave. I go chase that bag and find a job that's gonna get me paid more money. It's that simple. He felt on, so I'm supposed to just sit around and be like, oh, you know, I'm the founder and father of AEW. I'm just sitting around here. No, he's another one, just like MJF, who said, you guys are bringing in other people and paying them a shitload of money. But I was here from day one and I'm not getting that money. And I've been out there busting my ass, helping to bring this company up. And now you can't give me my money? Okay. And he was at the end of his contract. So what he was supposed to do? He's supposed to just accept shit money. How does that even make sense to anybody? Oh, that shit was fucking hilarious. I was going through the comments. It was like, you know, almost at 200. That fucking people were commenting. I was in tears. Because once again, your blind loyalty to something overshadows the fact that, granted, yes, you put in a commitment, you put in your time, you put in your effort for something. But at the end of the day, um, if it's not being reciprocated, you gotta go. You gotta go elsewhere. It, and it's just it's just the nature of the beast. Listen now, you know, say what you want about you know, but how Cody, you know, said what he said and 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 you know, bashed WWE and such. But it's business, and Vince understood that. That's business. Listen, you're going to have to throw rocks at the throne, pun intended, to to elevate your your dream, to elevate your prospect. And Vince understood that. I mean, it's 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 some people, yeah, like I said, just blind loyalty or just ignorance. It 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 overshadows the fact of what reality and common sense is. It's honestly, it's just fam at the end of the day, regardless of what you think, especially if they're gonna welcome back welcome you back with open arms, that bag is calling. You go get that money. You you got a family, you got fucking bills you gotta pay, you got a whole livelihood. And if you feel like I said unappreciated in one place, somewhere else will appreciate you. Go on. When we come back, we have around the square circle and much much more. Don't go anywhere, guys. Stick around. Check you guys in a minute. Bring the in-ring action home to your tabletop with the number one wrestling card game in the world, Super Show the Game. And live all your wildest wrestling fantasies without ever taking a chair shot. Available on supershowthegame.com. Order today and join a spectacle so grand it can only be called the Super Show. This is Jack Sabbath, and you're listening to Turnbuckle Tabloid.
Round is going to circle, ladies and gentlemen. Let's get it. Let's kick it off. Got, got a lot to dissect here. Going to rush through this quick because the majority of what I want to talk about is going to be on next uh, next episode. So let's just uh, peel back the layers of certain things here. Uh, what I watched, what we listened to, what we were a part of this past week. Uh, watch the rest of the WWE documentary series, Evil. Very, very good. Very good. Uh, Sasha Banks, Brothers of Destruction, Randy Orton, Stephanie McMahon, Ric Flair, and Roman Reigns. Those were the last ones that I watched. And I was very, of course, I'm a, I'm a Randy Mark. I'm a big Randy Mark. That's my man crush. So I'm, I'm, I'm at one with my manhood to say that. I'm a big Randy Mark. So uh, I already knew a lot of stuff about Randy, but also the... Um, the way that he held them, uh, he held accountability of his own actions. And when, especially when he was in his dark period says a lot about, um, becoming a man and becoming at one with yourself that a lot, a lot of people don't come to grips with. It's a great, great, uh, conversation. Um, that was, that was head that was said there. Um, the Stephanie McMahon one was interesting because I had just recently heard that, uh, Stephanie gives a great slap. She hits harder than a lot of guys. And apparently not too long ago, uh, Bischoff uh, confirmed that. So we were watching a lot of slapping going on with uh, Stephanie there. Uh, Rick Flair's Rick. We already know what it was with Rick. And we get finally the one that was really intriguing to me was the Roman Reigns um, segment, the, the, the episode where you get the real person you get joe you get the 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 guy who really wasn't comfortable with being the the baby face of the company he wanted to be more him so that one really opened my eyes up to to roman reigns and who he is as a uh as a wrestler uh watch roa supercard i'll get more in uh detail about that next episode but i have to tell you Honestly speaking, I have probably watched so many tag team matches through the past 20 years that my head could explode watching it. But the last the last couple of years, tag team wrestling has been uh, evolving a little bit more. We've seen a lot of wrestling tag teams that I've seen more synchronized and more in tune with uh, ring awareness and such. So I have to say that... Um, this past week, I saw probably the best tag team match in the last 20 years. So I'll, I'll discuss that more in, um, in, the, in the next episode. Also, uh, Jim Cornette just talked about uh, the AEW and how they're booking their shows. Uh, 83 weeks. Uh, 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 excuse me. It was Cornette. Talked about in uh, uh, the, the, the AEW booking. Uh, Bischoff talks about on 83 Weeks DDP and on Cody's situation as well as uh, TNA Creative in 2021. Uh, excuse me, 2012. Uh, Wrestling Bios, they, uh, they showcased two dudes with attitudes. If you guys don't know who that is, that's Diesel and uh, Shawn Michaels. They, uh, they're beginning, the beginning of that uh, partnership and how the friendship grew from there. And on uh, MLW, we watched... The, the return of Microman, the the smallest little big guy in the business. Uh, friend of the show, uh, Kurt Kwan had a match with a guy that we've known for a long time, Ken Broway. Ken Broway made his first appearance on MLW, his debut. Um, we had a backstory on Hammerstone, and we had a tag team championship match between uh, EJ and Duca, Calvin Tankman. Against 5150. So uh, check that out. That's actually was a really good episode. You can always look them up on MLW uh, on YouTube. And also check out NWA as well on YouTube as well. So yeah. Let's go into Monday Night Raw. Throwback. Old school. So we used to uh, come into wrestling run now. Going into the vault. The 
pulling out old old beats and shit. Going to the going to the old music bank I have here. You'd be surprised, like if you see, if you were able, like, to see with the setup that I have going on, like it, it seems like some rinky dink fucking um, thrown together podcast that 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 comes across your fucking your phones or your computers and such. But I actually am kind of professional. <laughs> I do have like folders where mu- music is logged in and themes and bits and IDs and stuff. I. I I am somewhat of a professional, somewhat, or at least try to be. All right, so uh, just a quick rundown of Raw. We had Lesnar open it up. Uh, Like, really, honestly, the purest form of uh, of Lesnar. He was being genuine and real. It's not much that you – it's rare that you get um, Lesnar cutting his own promo the way he did to open up the show. Uh, And he he handled himself well. Brock has become very, uh, um, it's been very, very, uh, very open to connecting with the audience and the crowd. I think now that he's realized that he is a quote unquote sports entertainer and he's saying that, uh, that, that the MMA aspect and the fighter of the, you know, of his past is gone. That he's committed to do this. It, um, it, it made, it made him more open. I know early on, when he got into the game, he was a little bit um, playful, especially when you know he had somewhat of a face look, somewhat. But this is more of a Brock face look, and uh, people like Cowboy Cowboy Brock, a fan of it. Uh, Miz introduced uh, Lucha Logan. This was Logan wearing Rey Mysterio's mask. They had a match, uh, Rey and Miz. After the match, Rey snatched his mask back from Logan. And uh, the Mysterios took out Miz with a 619, which led to, well, yeah, we'll talk about it next time. Uh, Amos defeated the Viking Raiders on a one or two handicap match via countout. Amos was then interviewed, and then after the match, he says he's looking for an opponent, and out comes Bobby Lashley. Bobby Lashley! Uh, Reggie proposed to 24-7 champ Dana Brooke, and she said yes. Tamina then attacked. Dana tried to pin her, but Reggie saved Dana. Akira, Akira Kwan, I mean Akira Kwan, you hear me? <laughs> Akira Tozawa then came out and proposed to Tamina, and she said yes as well. Yes, that's cool. I'm Grand Theft. You just took someone's fucking engagement ring and put it on her. Fuck. I hate this married relationship bullshit, especially when it's manufactured. I, 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 I find it despicable of what they're doing in AEW because they, they you know what the Ty Conti and, and Sammy Guevara thing because it's just ugh, it's just icky they, they, they're fucking they just reek of sliminess but this is just I hate this manufactured relationship bullshit especially when we know that Dana Brooks is, is dating some beefed up muscle up MMA dude who likes to go to people's houses and whip their ass and shit so alright uh the bloodline came out uh with Roman and uh they were chanting what, and he said he'll smash uh, Stone Cold. Reigns called, uh, called out Lesnar and uh, for busting him open at uh, WrestleMania 34 and uh, said his family's disappointed. Roman said that he's done everything in the business except beating the Beast at Mania. And um, he said he'll do the same at, uh, he'll, 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 he'll do the, um, the impossible and beat Brock at WrestleMania. We didn't get Rhea Ripley, Liv Morgan, and Sasha Banks with Naomi defeating uh, Zelina Vega, Carmella, Natalia, and Shayna Baszler. We get a Stone Cold package that dealt with uh, has to do with Kevin Owens, and of course, uh, Owens came out and went on his rant and said, that, "You know, he's 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 gonna make a mockery of Steve Austin and you know the whole spiel." Austin Theory defeats Ricochet. Uh, Becky Lynch was attacked by Bianca Belair and. Uh, who then, uh, well, excuse me, uh, Becky attacked uh, Bianca first and then tried to cut the braid off, but then uh, Bianca was able to get the scissors and started cutting Becky's hair, which is, I mean, that's kind of, yeah, the way that they were moving and all that stuff, and, uh, I don't know, I'm afraid if I fucking have shears in my hand like that, I'm going to cut a fucking finger off. Uh, I don't know. Kudos to them. That's kind of creepy. kind of scared to do that shit. 
Drew McIntyre defeats Madcap Moss and Happy Corbin in a uh, one-on-two handicap. Uh, Corbin abandoned Moss during the match. After the match, Corbin assaulted Drew and hit him with the end of days. Edge and AJ warned each other about what's happening at WrestleMania. And finally, we had RK-Bro defeating uh, the Usos via DQ after the Street Profits attacked RK-Bro. After the match, Randy Orton and Riddle took out Montez Ford and Dawkins with an RKO. Uh, Nakamura and Rick Boogs took out the Usos. And that closed out Raw. That'll lead us to AEW Dynamite. AEW Dynamite, ladies and gentlemen. Starts off with CM Punk going face to face with Matt Cast, Max Caster. Max Caster cuts a uh, his usual hip hop rhyme, rap, whatever. Uh, wasn't impressed by this one. Is that you know? Because there's not really much. I mean, you could try to say about Punk, but it just eh, I don't know. It, 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 this one. This one fell a little bit flat for me, dog. Uh, after the match, after CM Punk wins, he definitely um, emphasized what he's going to be looking for in the future. He's going for for titles, so we'll see. Uh, next match we get, uh, well, well, you get MJF who banned Wardlow from AEW shows, so he actually started posting these uh, these uh, um, signs saying Wardlow would not be allowed in the building. Uh, Moxley and Jay Lethal had a match in a uh, stiff match. Maybe somewhat strong style. Not a bad match. Um, still trying to figure out what this was leading to. I guess it's... Uh, you know what I don't understand? Like, when... Which is basically a teaser to what I'm going to talk about next episode. But I don't understand when a wrestler isn't winning. That all of a sudden, just because he's not winning, we have to make him a heel. Like a face wrestler, once he starts losing, you have to make up and uh, make him a heel. So you have to find a way to to get wins. So you start doing dastardly things. I, I've always found that to be weird. Like it, we we could find other uh, avenues to to try to get this wrestler over. Which, by the way, does Jay Lethal really need to get over? We get a backstage package of Marina Shafir, which everybody is so hyped. Yeah, she's here, and I'm like, really though. Are y'all really that hyped about her? Once again, another one. <laughs> we're cutting people out. We're making budget cuts. And the roster's filled, but we're signing Maria Shafir. All right. FTR defeats uh, Gun Club. Warlow entered the building and went after MJF, but he was uh, detained by security. Eddie Kingston, Santana Ortiz returned after, uh, uh, after being attacked previous weeks ago. And went after the Jericho Appreciation Society, which is a dreadful name. I'm going to keep saying that to the day that I die. Uh, but Jericho and his men uh, get to beat them up after a while. I think they're going to need like one more guy. I think we're going to need one more. Smart Mark Sterling announced that he's picked up uh, Leva Bates to, uh, to be uh, next opponent for Jade Cargill for her 30th win. Jade got upset and said she's not facing uh, Leva and she joked and told her her to leave. Jade demanded that Mark give her a better opponent and Mark chose Marina Shafir. Okay. Are we going to squash her as soon as she comes in? Brian Dannyfield defeats... uh, Brian Dancer defeated uh, Wheeler Uter. I still don't get why everybody's riding this fucking kid like he's the next coming of fucking Bruno San Martino or Harley Race. I don't understand it. I don't see it. I'm, I don't know. Maybe maybe he, he maybe he's a different taste than I'm into. I don't know. Because all I, all I just see is straight. I see fucking Jobber. I, honestly. Um... Hangman Page and the Tag Team Champions Juggle Boy and Luchasaurus confront Cole, Bobby Fish, and Riley and uh, rip their titles back. 
Tony Storm made her debut uh, in a woman's uh, Owen Hart Cup tournament, and uh, she gets the win. <laughs> Don't you love that the people who have been there from day one and have been there for fucking the longest time, <laughs> they're fucking doing the job for the new people coming in? You gotta fucking love this company. Wow. <laughs> What a way to bury the fucking people who helped you start this fucking place. Andrade del uh, El Idiota defeats uh, Darby Allen, and afterwards, the Hardys come out and lay out AFO after the match, and whoop de doo! Fuck this fucking shit. Oh, God. I always said, I said, I want wrestling to progress, but when you fucking book your show, like if it's an indie monthly show or or indie show that you see every two months, you're not going to gravitate, grab the audience that you, you, you want to grab. This is why you see their numbers decrease ratings wise. And I said, like, I don't really put uh, any substance on ratings because, you know, people, uh, you know they they obtain and view wrestling differently these days in different avenues, but that doesn't fucking help uh, the network when you when you when your program and your organization and your 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 your, your company is supposed to be a story orientated program where the stories are shit and not making sense. Once again, I say the same shit for. Any company. It's not just AEW. It sounds like I'm always bashing AEW, but I'm not. I actually, like I said for the longest, I want this company to be something because I love to see wrestling and I want to see wrestlers work. But if you're going to be just a show that just throws wrestling together, then just honor that. Say that. That's what it is. I I go, if I'm watching MLW, MLW honestly will maybe have two, three storylines, maybe Maybe something of that magnitude, of that line. You know, it's an hour show sometimes. Sometimes they have another hour. Um, and it's it's that. And they'll have matches, which is cool. And at NWA, they have, you know, long longstanding storylines going on. And, you know, when they put together a match, they put together a match. You know, they, 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 they know how to... Uh, put together wrestlers to, to to make something entertaining. With this, it just seems like it's just they go into the fucking boardroom day uh, the day of the show and say, "All right, guys, this is what we're doing." Nobody's paying attention to continuity. No one's paying attention to uh, the flow of storytelling. They're letting the fucking clowns run the circus. Yeah, that's basically just what it is. Uh, all right. That's my rant for now. <laughs> We're going into Friday Night SmackDown. There wasn't really much to say for SmackDown because it pretty much was... Um, Leading up to um, WrestleMania, so the only thing is that we can report on is um, Madcap Moss wins the Andre the Giant Battle Royal. <laughs> okay, Did, I don't. Th- does anyone really care about this fucking battle royal? Does anyone? Um, right? No one does, right? And you would have thought that maybe leading into mania that you would give Amos the belt, right? That would have made more sense. But um, no, no. We gave it to Mad Cat Moss, which goes to show you that no one cares about this fucking um, no one cares about this fucking, this, 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 this match. It's, it's a real, it's a real shit bowl. Um, yeah, we get a uh, one second because um my phone just went clicked off. <laughs> there go there goes my fucking preparation. 
We get uh, uh, blah, blah, blah. okay, Ricochet and um, Umberto and um, Angel in a triple threat match where uh, Ricochet retained the Intercontinental Belt. Time filler match. I actually want to see more happen with Ricochet. You know, I don't want him to be just a uh, a holder of the title. I, I'm hoping after Mania we see him put some more importance on that belt, especially since the, the, the belts are unified. I'm hoping that we see more of an importance to the secondary mid-card belts. Sasha Banks and Naomi defeat uh, Car- uh, Carmella and Queen Zelina Vega. Um, SmackDown Women's Champion comes out. While uh, Kayla Braxton is interviewing Ronda Rousey, um, she explains plans why she's cool and set the warning to Rousey before their match that uh, she's basically the one that all men want and she would always be the one standing for the company and the best woman's wrestler in the business. Uh Austin Theory attacked uh, Pat McAfee. McAfee then went and chased Theory down to the backstage area and kicked open Vince McMahon's door, and Vince McMahon came out and threatened to fire him. Austin Theory and the Usos defeated Finn Balor and Nakamura and Boogs. We had Happy uh, Corbin and Mad Cat Moss as they held a segment for Happy Talk with Drew McIntyre's sword, Angela. Can we get rid of this shit already? All right, I get it. You're Scottish. You have pride with the sword. You're just using another um, accessory for his toy. I understand. Let's move along, please. Let's move along. It's named after his mother. He said this depressing and changed the name to Euphoria. Yeah, so that's pretty much it. Wrap up SmackDown. Not much there to 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 unfold. It's um, uh, it was just a lean in for us uh, for WrestleMania, and uh, boy, was it was it. Oh man, I can't wait to talk about fucking Mania. I really, I, 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 I just want to start talking about it now. But you guys gotta give you know a couple of days because I, I, there's so much I'm still jotting down notes for. But it's gonna be, it's gonna be a doozy, ladies and gentlemen. So, uh, Friday night we have. AEW Rampage, Young Bucks defeat Top Flight in a fairly decent match. It's like, it's all right. Um, look, it's just, once again, pick and choose whatever the fuck you want to put on your uh, on your dance card. You know, it's it's whatever. Um, this would have probably been a better match that I would have liked to see down the road, not now, but I guess it's, hey, this is who we want to fight tonight. House of Black defeats uh, uh, Dark Order. Um... Chris Jericho gives the Sports Entertainers a Week Award to House of Black. I guess this is this new his new gimmick now is where he's giving weekly Sports Entertainer Awards. Awesome. Jamie Hayter defeats Sky Blue, and Keith Lee defeats Powerhouse Hobbs. And that's it. <laughs> Yay! And then they're wondering why fucking viewership is going down on these fucking shows. All right, guys, it's going to wrap us up here at Typical Tablet. Got much to go to give you guys in the next episode. This was a, you know, I'm only giving you guys just a little bit over an hour this week because, like I said, there's much to talk about in the next episode. We got a lot to, to, to discuss. And um, before I let you guys go, as always, I'll give you guys just a little bit of insight, a little bit of a, um, just, a little, just a little wisdom. Especially with this past week with wrestling and us being wrestling fans, we have our disagreements or we're opinionated. We have our debates and such, but the end, at the end of the day, I still love and enjoy the fact that the fan base is so passionate and so endearing 
to the wrestlers and to the products. Uh, this past weekend was at another wrestling event live, and it was great to be in that essence, that uh, that an environment. When you hear people talking about not only what's going on at the event, but also what's upcoming at uh, WrestleMania and other shows that's that's uh, that's coming down the line. It was um, it feels good, man. It's it's kind of like it's kind of like being with a family that's not your family, and you know you're. you're you can have your disagreements, you can have your issues, but at the end of the day, you still love what it is that that you're there for. And uh, when I had the thought process of possibly just walking away from the podcast, it wasn't because I didn't love wrestling anymore. I wasn't a part of of sharing my passion for it. Just like I, you know, like I said, I struggled with the idea of being the one of thousands of wrestling shows that's out there, but. I came to my own reality and I said, you know what? Nobody does a show like me and nobody will do a show like me. And I will continue to push on. And with the numbers that I see week from week, um, you guys have made it much easier for me to continue doing this podcast. And I thank you guys all for listening. And I thank the wrestling fandom for continuing to push and love wrestling and buy the merch, buy the products, show love to the wrestlers and the promotions out there and let them know that you are supporting. All right, guys, make sure you check us out on all the social media outlets. Check us out on all the podcasting outlets. Check out RageWorksNetwork.com and always check out RageWorks.net for all things connected to Turnbuckle Tabloid and also the RageWorks family. All right, guys, Jay got to do his homework and going to prepare a lot for you guys to come up next episode. So take a bump, y'all. Love you. Check you guys later. Turnbuckle Tabloid. Three, two. Tabloid.